0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Trey Biddy. Well, Trey Biddy, if you had a busy day... <laughs> that's just a laugh just to say you've had a busy day oh my oh, gosh yeah it's yeah. Santa Claus you guys both doing ho 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 or what
1: huh maybe <laughs> yeah busy day busy day yeah. national signing day and uh yeah. you know it's obviously this one has taken on you know the uh the pedestal of national signing day we don't even call it early national signing day anymore just because that's not what people type into Google search. It is type signing day. So uh, it's it's definitely taken over and a uh, busy day. Obviously a lot of, uh, you know, recruiting and transfer portal news. I think what jumps out to you, I mean, this is a pretty small recruiting class, guys. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. when you just talk about the high school recruits, I've seen a lot of people talk about, uh, you know, Arkansas is 14th in the SEC and this and that. And I mean, they are. That's the truth. <laughs> uh, I think you also have to look at, uh, you know, where this class is ranked. Like, if you look at an average star ranking, this is probably the, let's see, the 21st ranked class in the country. Um, You know, if you look at it that way, if you want to put a positive spin on it, I guess. Uh, But the other way to look at it is, um, you know, they're 28th nationally, you know, and 14th in the SEC. I think they'd be at, like, 8th in the SEC just based on average star ranking. So, I mean, that's something to consider. It is a very small class, 16 signees right now. Uh, I think Texas A&M is the only school ranked ahead of them that has uh, fewer. Texas A&M only has 15. And, uh, you know, it kind of goes back to what I'd said, you know, last summer really was I think the formula for Arkansas is more like 2010, you know, 20 20 high school recruits and 10 transfers. Mm -hmm. Um, That has changed even more. To, you know, and Pittman at the time said he'd like to sign 25. You know, but uh, that philosophy has definitely changed because they need immediate help, and that's where you know they have to find help in the in in the transfer portal. I think it just makes sense for a program like Arkansas because you're not right there next to elite talent. Um, it is unfortunate that some of the elite talent that is close to you, um, you know, chose to go elsewhere. But uh, that's. You know, it just kind of stinks, you know. You you want to yeah. keep the best players inside the state if you can, and that didn't happen 100%. percent they, they got some great players, obviously, Charleston Collins, Braylon Russell, I mean, there's C.J. Brown. There's, you know, I could name them all, but uh, they got some really good players inside the state. But obviously, you know, you you see the ones they miss, like uh, Courtney Crutchfield, for example, Walker White, and those jump out to you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh it's kind of a – a mixed bag, I guess. There's different ways to look at it. There's uh, a lot of positives with the class. There's some negatives with the class. Um, but ultimately, to me, the thing that I think about is you know, Arkansas needs to do really good work in the transfer portal, in my opinion, to be a competitive program. There's still a lot more work to be done. I've got them at 85 or 84 scholarship players, depending on Jeremy Cook, who I don't believe is signing. Um, well, so probably 84. What's that? He he was the other one committed, right? Yeah. And you're, you're yeah. thinking he I'm won't not, sign? Yeah, I'm not thinking he's going to sign. Uh, so probably 84. However, however, you know, Bradley Shaw, things look good there. That's another one to consider. I think he's probably January 6th when he'll make his announcement. But uh, he's been crystal balled to Arkansas. He's the number 101 ranked prospect in the country. So that would be a nice addition at linebacker, especially when you consider they got Xavier Ansori, who was a big-time transfer portal Addition, uh, out of Georgia, former five-star recruit. Uh, so, you know, they've done some good things there. They, they've got some other good linebackers in the class. Um, but they really need to continue to add transfer portal players. I thought it was interesting Sam Pittman said today that they're at 77. And 78, maybe, depending on how that other scholarship goes. I think he's talking about Shaw. So let's say they're at 77 since Shaw hasn't announced right right now. There's a lot of players I mean, I've, when I say 80, 84, 85, I'm talking about players who have eligibility left that haven't said that they're not returning. You know, players that haven't
0: said. If his
1: number's right, yeah. you're talking about as many as seven or eight guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, and we may not be done. I mean, there's another transfer portal window after this one, and this one's not closed yet. So there's still players entering the transfer portal today and yesterday. Uh, from various schools. So, uh, you know, we may not be done still. And now you're talking about, they've got eight transfers right now. Now we're talking more like 16, 17, maybe, maybe more than that. Mm. That's, that's, you know, last year, 18, that was a big one. (laughs) That was a big number for transfers. So uh, it looks like, you know, they're going to be very similar numbers wise to what they were last year. And, you know, I don't know that that's, healthy to do year after year, but I do know that they need a lot of impact right now. They needed to, to, to shake things up. Um, you know, I love what K.J. Jefferson's done for this program. They needed to shake things up at quarterback. You know, they didn't need to go down just with the same guys that they had last time if they're going to go down. They need to, um, you know, and they really like Taylor Green. I think he's got a lot of potential, too. I think it'll be an interesting quarterback battle with him and Jacoby Criswell. They've added some key offensive linemen Uh, Three guys, they're going to add another one at least, and uh, we'll see how that shakes out. But I like the offensive lineman that they've added so far, Uh, and that's obviously going to be – I mean, that was a big reason that the the offense was so terrible last year Um, in addition to some other reasons, but that was was an area that had to be shored up. And so we're all – but, you know, just back to my point, there are players that haven't said anything, haven't announced that they're, you know, leaving – and you know we're still counting them because they have eligibility left but there's Mm. i mean we're talking about you know seven eight guys that are on this roster right now that have eligibility left that we're expecting to hear um you know medically retiring i'm entering the transfer portal i'm moving on to the next phase of life i'm declaring for the nfl draft those types of things so there's plenty of movement still left in the transfer portal for arkansas
0: okay i got a couple um Gangster Museum of America uh, live fan feedbacks here that one snoring Bob's. You know, it's interesting that he puts up here like 10 seconds after we go on the air. So he says, "John snore and grumble." Well, he really hadn't had time to do that much. But he says, "Pippin fails again. Musselman stumbled. Yeah. All hope is lost. Can't get any good recruits. Uh, can't win at basketball." Going back to nap, well that's fine. The guy does nothing but nap. He tells me to do better on my jokes. Well, here, I, you know what? A, uh, I've got a job for him as playing Grinch at the mall if he'd like it. He could do that. Or remember when uh, Jethro Bodine on the Beverly Hillbillies wanted a job as mattress uh, tester? Maybe that's what <laughs> bob He sure do that one? <laughs> He could do that. Yeah. Okay, I mean, Leonard sure would you,
1: if we want to look at this class, just kind of, you know, breaking it down a little bit, I mean, Charleston Collins is a top 100 prospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Selman Bridges almost is a, he's 111 nationally. Um, you know Bradley Shaw isn't committed, but I think they feel pretty good about where they're at with him. Number 101 nationally, uh, Ashton Bethel Roman, number 114 nationally, and then you know KJ Jackson, Braylon Russell, On Henderson, you know are all um, are all four-star recruits. I believe I believe a couple more are um, you know um, four stars on on other recruiting services. Um, uh, Juju Pope, I believe, is a four-star composite. Um, and maybe a couple others out there uh, that are committed or, or four-stars elsewhere. So it's not like they haven't gotten any good recruits. It's not a very big class. I mean, again, the star ranking average is, is actually pretty solid for this class compared to, to past Arkansas classes, just not, not a high volume of high school recruits. And again, to me, you know, yeah, maybe you add a couple more here and there. But to me, what we need to be focusing on for this team to have any success next year is to boost it with guys who are ready to play right out of the gate, not mm-hmm. so much guys that you need to develop for a couple of years. And you got to get those guys. You need to hit on these guys because you're not taking a high number of high school recruits right now. So you need to make sure that the guys that you are taking, you're hitting on, and they're guys that you're going to keep in your program for a long time and develop so this cycle doesn't continue where you just have to keep relying on the transfer portal. And we saw the impact the transfer portal had last year. It's just – they mess things up on the offensive line and, you know, with the coordinator hire.
0: Well, I've got one question for you from uh, Lennon Sherwood, and then I have a question for you. So, uh, But here's what Lynn asks. If NIL didn't exist, do you think Crutchfield would be a Razorback?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know enough about the details of his – I I, I hate to answer a question like that. because there's probably people that know him and know why he made the decision, and I would just hate to say the wrong answer. I mean, it could be, you know, I don't, I don't exchange messages with Crushfield. I'm not like a direct, <laughs> like you know, I'm not like Danny right. right. might, do. you know, that's recruiter right. yeah. writers might, but yeah. um, you know, that's not my main area of focus. So I would hate to say something and be wrong on it. But um, you know, I think NIL definitely plays. You know, in a more general statement. Uh, a huge role, and some recruits are valued more than others. Um, and, you know, there's also the fact that Arkansas was 4-8 and eight, and Missouri was 10-2. and two. I mean, that that plays a role. Yeah. That's a one reason Ole Miss is having so much success. They've had two 10-win seasons um, in, in the last three years. Yeah, everybody, other likes winner. Winner.
0: Yeah, everybody likes a winner. Everybody likes a winner. People love a winner, that's right. Okay, so my question is, the defensive end that visited from Georgia, is he still uncommitted? Um,
1: I don't remember. Okay. To be honest. I've got so many names swirling in my head, and I know who you're talking about, but I... Well, I, I hope so, because
0: Arkansas needs to get more from Georgia, right?
1: Well, of course, yeah. Yeah, They've done, done well with the guys that they've gotten from there. Um, you know, done pretty well anyway. There's, you know, I wouldn't say everybody they've gotten from there has been a, a star, but... Uh, well, yeah,
0: like the defensive back from last year, uh, Phil Singletary, he is. Uh, yeah. You know, he played as a as a red shirt freshman. You figure he's going to be even better next year, I guess. Don't you think?
1: Yeah, I would think so. Uh, who was the other defensive back they had before that? Was it Brany?
0: Mm, yes. Yeah, I think that's right. Tavis yeah. I
1: mean, he was pretty good. He wasn't. Yeah, I don't he was know, good. But he set wasn't, the world on fire. I think he. Right. I think Brainy played injured pretty much all 2022. So. Maybe yeah. Not entirely on him.
0: So, Trey, what what we're seeing here we're seeing some really outstanding high school players who are not signing with with Power Five schools. They're going to a lower level, and they will develop there, and then they end up getting in, in the portal, and the NIL comes into
1: place. Yeah, that definitely plays a factor. I, I think it's interesting. Like everywhere I look, though, I see uh, people talking about the. You know, the uh, Arkansas is losing SEC players and replacing them with um, replacing them with uh, FCS players. You guys see that? I mean, people call in and say that kind of stuff. But, I mean, what I'm looking at right now is. Oops, where'd he go? Uh, he, he you went got in, me, guys. I thought, you went yeah, yeah, por- we I you thought he went okay. in the portal. I'm sorry. Okay,
0: what you said is I'm looking at right now.
1: You got me.
0: Yeah, we got you You're there. And last thing you You're said okay, was, "Sorry, here's somebody. What I'm well, it's at. not
1: my normal time." And. I didn't okay. have my phone on. Uh, I've got my phone automatically set to go on uh, Do Not Disturb on my regular segment. I see. might try to call me. Uh, but Danico Slaughter's from Tennessee. Xavier Soares from Georgia. Addison Nichols is from Tennessee. Taylor Green is from Boise State, which is a group of five. Uh, Andreas Paskey's from Eastern Michigan, which is a group of five. Fernando Carmona from San Diego State, group of five. Matthew Shipley, Hawaii, group of five. And Keyshawn Blackstock um, from Michigan State. So I don't see any FCS players, but. The guys that Arkansas has brought in from the FCS, uh, Andrew Armstrong, yeah, uh, John Ridgway, fine. have been pretty good players. Sure,
0: exactly. Well, you know, I do. I do. The, the, the only thing that really concerns me when you get down to a class like this is you sign five from Arkansas. I, I think, and I'm not talking about the four stars. Don't you think somewhere out there there's a player or two that, if coached up, would be a heck of a football player that happens to be from Arkansas.
1: I'm sorry, Rick. The guy that was calling me was bringing me something. I'm messaging okay. him. I, five,
0: um, five players. There's all kinds have, of news happening. Sorry, go ahead. Five players have signed from Arkansas. Uh, sure, they missed on a couple, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, do they have to be four stars in Arkansas to be recruited? Uh, don't you think there are some players out there that if they really evaluated and coached up could be really good players coming from the state of Arkansas, more than five?
1: Well, I don't know. It just it depends on year-to-year, year, Rick, and I think we maybe have disagreed on that a little bit on how many Arkansas should take in the class. Uh, this is a good in-state class, uh, you know, but there's – you know, the, the running back for uh, UT Martin is a good example. You know, that's a guy that slipped out of the state. He's going to Oklahoma now out of the transfer portal. Um, so there are definitely guys that could be, but in this day and age, it just – it's gotten to a point where it just it's harder than ever to bring in a guy who is, you know, overlooked and under recruited and you know, maybe undersized and has the heart and stuff. It just it's harder and harder to bring those guys in in this day and age because the rosters are so much better now than they were before when you're talking about this elite level because guys get processed, you know, you're not playing. You've been in our system for a year or two, you don't look like you're going to compete. We got to move on, and we got to get somebody in there who can, who's ready to go. Um, so it's it's unfortunate, and it's almost just like you know you come back on those guys later, or you ask them to walk on. It's just the system has just changed where it's you know you might lose out on guys that um, you know Fernando Carmona is a great example. You know he's not from Arkansas, but he's from you know he's from California, I guess, and you know he was a guy that played high school football for one year, and then 2020 happened. They had a shortened season. He played tight end um, before that, and San Diego State took a shot on him – or, excuse me, San Jose State took a shot at him and brought him in, and two years after that, he was uh, starting left tackle for him and a multi-year starter. Guy started a lot of games for him. Uh, So it's just – and then, you know, enters the transfer portal and ends up, you know, at at an SEC program. So that's – So so the, the game has just changed one. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. okay,
0: we got a call for you, Trey. This is, uh, I hope our lines will work today. JoJo and Little Rock. JoJo, you're on. Got a question for Trey?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Trey, I heard you all talk uh, about uh, Lindsey out of Fayetteville and, of course, yeah. uh, Walker White from Little Rock Christian. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, we say we miss miss on these guys or whatever, but um, would that not cause a problem when, Right now, you got a, a commitment out of Wilson from CAC. No doubt mm-hmm. about it, you're gonna put all your eggs in the basket to go out to, uh, to quarterback at Green at Greenwood. But mm-hmm. that not be a crowded quarterback room, and somebody's gonna end up transferring anyhow.
1: I mean, that's how you gotta have it. I mean, you gotta have the, you gotta have, you gotta bring in the best players you possibly can, and then worry about transferring out and stuff later. Um, you know, it is interesting when you bring up those two in-state quarterbacks because, you know, Walker White, his family, uh, you know, he's the grandson of John Reese, who's a former Razorback. Right, and right. Uh, The nephew of uh, John Aaron Reese, who was a former Razorback up here. And, you know, that whole family is big Razorback people. And, <laughs> and he's, I know them all very well. He's
0: the son of David White, a former yeah, golfer. Yeah, at Arkansas. David White. Arkansas, yeah, yeah, also. Not, yeah, not,
1: all very. He, and then the, and then the other guy up here, the other guy. Is Drake Lindsay. I mean, yeah. we know Drake Lindsay is, yeah. is, has family, very strong family ties to the Razorbacks. So it's it's pretty interesting. You've got two quarterbacks in the state that are, you know, Division One caliber guys, uh Power Five caliber guys, uh, who aren't enrolling at Arkansas and have such strong family ties to the yeah. Razorbacks. Did we recruit kind of them? Did we recruit
0: them hard at all?
1: Well, Drake, I think it was probably too little, too late. Um, you know, he'd been committed to Missouri and uh, Minnesota. Arkansas. Had, in a, Minnesota. You know, yeah. Excuse me, Minnesota, not Missouri.
2: And then – um, And John David – Sorry? And and Walker White, also the brother of yep. John David White? John
1: David and, also. Now, yeah. But,
2: so sure. wouldn't would that not leave but maybe a bad taste in his mouth to see that his brother, they kept saying, well, John David is going to play, he's going to play, and – he never saw the field, and then all of a sudden he transfer out. That wouldn't that leave a bad taste, maybe in his brother's mouth.
1: I mean, I I, I don't know that to be true. I mean, I would just be speculating. Um, right. I don't right. know that. I don't know if that had a whole lot to do with it, but um, I just know that both those families are, you know, big Razorback people, and you know. And one
2: last one, Trey. Yep. Uh, it, it seems that that. Guys, now shy away from competition. You know, uh, this quarterback is coming, or this running back is coming, or that re- wide receiver is coming. Well, I don't want to go there because I got a better chance of playing here. Where? Why the guys are not uh, competing and you know come in and say, I don't care if I'm a freshman or not, mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going to play. You know, I'm I'm not, not going to let somebody scare me away because I feel I can play.
1: Yeah. But I think it seems different. like
2: guys are afraid of
1: it. I, I don't know that it's changed so much. I don't know that kids have changed that much to be honest. I mean, maybe the, the clothes they wear and and the how they talk and stuff has changed, but I think kids are yeah. kind of the same and you know some just some don't like competition, some wanna see a clearer path at the same time and, and there are other guys that just don't care. You know, I, yeah. I think it's just different person to person. All right. I appreciate it. Okay, hey, somebody well, we've send me a job application, Sports, <laughs> Trey at Hogsports.com. Email me. Email me an application. We're looking for people. All right.
0: Apply with Trey. Trey, thanks a lot.
1: We'll yep. talk to you again along. That's Trey Biddy. Right